1: you can catch him Saturday as a sixth string quarterback for Texas in the orange white spring game, Mr. Jordan Wahlberger. Jordan, I'm not sure how that works seeing as you went to BYU, but I'm all for it. Well I just want to see someone hit you.
0: I mean, as someone uh, you know, who went to BYU who owns Texas, I guess that makes sense. So Yeah, you waited until we were leaving to try to come in, huh? Hey, we're we're playing this year. We're gonna be in Austin, BYU versus Texas, and we all know how that went the last time. That uh, we're gonna have to make a bet. Well, yeah, we, we will definitely make a bet. Uh, good thing though for you, you don't have uh, you don't have Taysom Hill to run all over you. Set set, set a record here in uh, in Texas. No, good thing for you, we don't have Bijan Robinson to run all over you. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's the uh, just like he ran over everyone else, and he'll run his way into the NFL and and run against the Bears. Well, Eddie, it's great better to better than playing you. for the Bears right now. What's that?
1: Better than playing for the Bears at yeah. the
0: moment, uh, Eddie. It's great to see you. It's. I uh, hope you had a great Easter. Uh, you can find us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, Eddie, for some reason, you have some brass knucks in your hand. I'm not sure why. Um, what, what's going on? What, what is? What is this? Actually, they're plastic.
1: I got them at Party City, so they're not illegal. Okay, you're not going to get. Yeah, that's
0: good. I mean, that would have been a great segue a little bit later to talk about Israel Asanya who got arrested at the airport for having brass knuckles. Uh, but he was given them as a gift and didn't realize that he had them, and so it uh, he got in trouble there, but that that was water under the bridge real quick. But uh, a loss, yeah, you couldn't wait, could you? We will get to Izzy later on, uh, Eddie. How was your Easter?
1: It was all right, nothing big. Uh, I did get my WrestleMania skull in. <laughs> I uh, I think I'm going to name him Stu. You see, the the WrestleMania goes Hollywood uh, skull. Uh, somehow, it's become a thing in the last few years. They have decorative skulls, and this one is basically solid gold looking. So yeah, I got a small collection of skulls at work.
0: It, it's weird, it Eddie, goes that goes nicely uh,
1: with my uh, crystal head vodka bottle. Yeah, not only
0: is it weird that these have become a thing, uh, but it's also weird that they've become a thing for you. I, I guess I don't understand that. I don't know. It just became a thing. I don't know. I don't know how. It just did.
1: All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I've got like five of these. Let's well, keep
0: going. Okay. Well, uh that I guess that that is definitely a thing, Eddie. I missed you on on, on Friday night at the Long Center. I was gonna
1: say. How was the Long Center? How was the concert? Did it, you sell it out? We, I think, Did you sign autographs. I
0: think we got pretty close. It was a fantastic show. It was a yeah, yeah. It was it was really good. And what uh, was your favorite song to sing? I'm so blessed, Eddie. I'm so blessed because I got this heartbeat in my chest. You know. And you busted a move. Lots of it. I mean, I, I'm a performer, Eddie. I'm a performer. <laughs> So awesome, but it was great. No, it was it was a great time. It was a great weekend. We had a great Easter. I'm still eating Easter candy. I'm still eating uh, Easter leftovers. East e- first off, Easter candy is the best, and uh, and Dude, I really enjoy. Are, Easter are, you leftovers. No. are you trying to trigger me? No, trying to trigger me? No, I'm I'm not.
1: I have been searching for the last. We haven't talked about this because I just figured out would find it. Wouldn't be a big deal. I've been searching for the last couple weeks for my favorite Easter candy, and I can't find it. Come to find out, Brock's discontinued it. And I am pissed off to the highest level of pacifity. What is it? Those little uh, individually wrapped marshmallow candy eggs. It's like marshmallow in the center. It's like a hard crystallized candy coating <laughs> on the outside. Several different colors and flavors.
0: Like the caramel eggs and that, like the bigger eggs that have like caramel inside of them.
1: No, no, no. They have marshmallow inside. Outside is like crystallized sugar. Okay. They're different colors, individually wrapped. So okay, lots of plastic. It doesn't say the planet. I get it, but it is not Easter. Without those eggs. Okay. So well, Easter's ruined. Easter's I'm, canceled. There's no more Easter. For me, it's just Texas relays and then also Memorial Day because there's no more Easter because Brock's discontinued my candy.
0: I'm, I'm sorry for you. Uh, Cadbury eggs still still the best, right? Those little hard oh, Cadbury that's, eggs. That's those, are, those are fantastic. Um, With the cream stuff? In no, the, no, the, cream. no, no, not cream. No, no, just the chocolate ones. The, the oh, hard okay. chocolate okay. ones. Those are the best. I, I don't like Peeps, okay. so I'm, you're not going to, you know, I'm not a Peeps person, but I, I do love, I do love some good Easter candy. I don't mind peeps, but you can only have like three or four, and that's it for Reese's, like a year. Peanut butter cups in the shape of eggs, yes, love those. Put okay. them in the freezer. I'm down. They're with that. great, and, and it was uh, it was good. But who doesn't like? You know, it's I been mean, a long time
1: since I had like a whole chocolate rabbit.
0: Well, I mean, you shouldn't eat a whole chocolate rabbit. Let's be
1: honest. You know, but when you're a kid, you get one that's like I don't know, like a whole hand high. Yeah, I and it's like hollow on the
0: hollow on the inside. Yeah, those aren't my favorite. So, Any are, are you any closer to living near me? Are, do you live close to me yet? I'm closer. I've narrowed it down. I'm
1: just waiting for the right uh, place to come open. Um, there's a few in the Lakeline area. I, li- I like that spot. It's close to work. I like the shops. I love H Mart.
0: Yeah. Okay. H Mart's great.
1: Let me get you. I got a, a chocolate soda in the fridge right now that's got my name on it.
0: Well, I mean, you literally are the only person that lived there at your house, so I'm not, I'm not sure who else is going to take that. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know why we put your name on your on your own food in your own house with no one else living there. I guess that's a uh, that's a weird weird have thing. Have you seen the smorgasbord of weird sodas they have at H Mart? Uh, you know it's been a bit since I've been there, but it's uh, it's good stuff.
1: It is weird. I'll take a picture next time I go. It's just weird stuff. But yeah, well, but yeah, I'm almost there. I should, hopefully, I'll find out uh, this weekend.
0: Yeah, we actually went and saw the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie over there at the uh, we didn't really? go to the we didn't go to the Alamo. We went to the AMC, the Lake Line AMC there. So. It was, uh, it's, it's is it weird? Movie. What's that? Is it weird? It seems kind of weird. The movie? Yeah. It's fun. It's got some good nostalgic moments, The uh, a little bit of Kid Icarus, uh, and some other Nintendo games that, uh, that you would remember. It's, 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 it's gets the nostalgia in there for you. All right. It's not bad. So, it, anyone shooting ducks? Nope. There's, there was no shooting ducks. And unfortunately, there was no wart, you know, a little known villain from Super Mario Brothers 2. What the hell, man? Yeah. Uh- I would like they could to have thrown that. a little, just a little bit of duck hunt. Yeah, duck hunt would have been okay. Duck hunt would have been okay. Uh, well, Eddie, let's talk about it. UFC 287 Saturday yeah, you know night who went duck hunting and sniping Miami, and in the uh, was it the Kenyasa Center? That thing has been so many different. It was the FTX Arena when I was there uh, in the fall, as we know. FTX went I bankrupt. just drove
1: by it like a month ago because it's right by the uh, port of Miami. Yeah, I could have sworn it was still the FTX.
0: It might have been. I mean, FTX went bankrupt a while ago. And uh, and so they they were quick to change the name, and, and so it looks like they finally have changed the name. Uh, and so I don't know I don't know what that means, the Casania Kis, Center, but that's what it is. I don't know. It's not the American Airlines Center. That's what I thought it was originally. But me too. But that's where the that's back. I think in the old LeBron days, that's what it was. But let's get into it. Israel at Asania exacts revenge, what a great line he said afterwards. Revenge is sweet, and I got a sweet tooth. Uh, probably you know one of the one of the many great lines of the weekend. See, but, he's also looking for my Easter candy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what a moment though. I'm not find what it. a moment. You know, both of us worried a little bit last week. We talked about uh, is Izzy is, is coming back too quickly. We saw what happened with Kamar Usman and Leon Edwards, and we weren't sure, right? We we thought that you know Izzy looked good in that first fight. So did Kamaru, though. And and Kamaru in that rematch just he lost. He lost to Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards was the better fighter. And we were worried that, you know, Izzy was gonna consume himself so much. With trying to prove that he was better than Alex Pajeta. That he was going to... That this was just an accident. That this was... He was going to right that wrong. And he might, you know, might be biting off too much more than he could chew And that he wouldn't come in with
1: a different game plan because the first game plan was working so well.
0: Yes. But... But we were wrong. No, no, no. One of us was wrong. I picked Izzy. If you go back to the pick sheet. And and really the only pick that matters for the weekend is, is the title say, It's like the
1: only one you got right, isn't it?
0: Uh, I mean I got I got a couple right. I didn't do my best. I, I did lose. Uh I did I did miss out on a few of them that I that I wish I would have got back.
1: But Yeah, we haven't aired our picks in a while, but we did put some on our Instagram story uh, Saturday. And I think I got everyone on the main card except
0: the main event. They're really the only one that matters. But uh it's okay. Right, you know. You know, it, it, hey, uh, four and one is better than one and four. You did you did pretty good. Uh, that's math. Uh yes. I, I didn't do one and four, but uh that's okay. Eddie, so we look at Israel Adesanya. What I mean, what do you think about, you know, the first round? I actually thought Pajero was still winning that first round. I think he was doing some damage to the legs with the kicks. And he actually felt very confident going back into that first round in the corner that he had won that round as well. I gotta agree. Yeah, Izzy was um...
1: I didn't feel like he was tentative, but I felt like he was taking his time trying to find his range, trying not to get too caught up in the moment, settle, his, settle himself in so he could execute
0: his game plan. So, yeah, I would give that first one to uh, uh, Pajeda also. Yeah, and you go – the moment when the fight ended, right? It, it, it was interesting. Pajeda was, was teeing off, right? He was teeing off on, on Izzy at the time. Izzy says he was playing possum, but he was definitely getting hit. Um, and Poulton had put his hands down as he was getting in, and Izzy countered with two big overhand rights that put him out. And it was actually interesting. I, I had to see it a couple times on the replays to actually see what happened because I couldn't see it, like, clear live. I was I, – because I didn't – it looked like a glancing shot that he went down with until it, you went back and you saw the preview or the, 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 the replays the and replay, see what happened. Yeah.
1: yeah, and when he said he was playing possum, I thought he was full of it because I thought he was hurt. But upon further review, when he, like, kind of slowed down and backed himself up against the cage – it was right after a leg kick. So he it looked like the way he acted, like he'd been hit with like a big body shot or something. No, it was a leg kick. And he placed himself against the cage. And let me tell you, that's a dangerous game against Alex Pajeta. I mean,
0: he's a dangerous but, guy, right? So
1: Yeah, but to also give yourself no way out. Just like that. Try to suck, just to try to sucker him in. That's ballsy. That is like some riverboat gambling right there. But he got him to let down his guard. And like he said later on, like the first one to make a mistake... And Pajera did make that mistake. He's teeing off. Uh, Izzy's kind of rolling with the shots. And Luke Thomas had a great breakdown, if you can find it on Instagram or YouTube or wherever. But he catches Pajera with his arms just kind of not, not bringing his hands back up as he uh, swings and just catches him with that right hook to the, uh, to the temple area and then follows it up with another one. And then just as he hits the ground, he said he put seven years into that hammer fist. <laughs> But Hegel was out for like a, a, at least a full minute, if not two.
0: I mean, yeah, he, he that definitely scary. got rocked. And then you see the celebration, like the emotion come over Izzy, <laughs> the uh, the pulling out the bow and arrow, the, and the, arrow, the shooting yeah. three times and then breaking the bow. And obviously, you know, like Poetan has come out with like full on, uh, you know, headdress with a bow and arrow. And that's the kind of his thing where he he pretends when he walks out like um like he shoots an arrow. Uh, and so, like this was to him, but also like he did it three times. And someone asked him, like, "Hey, did you shoot that arrow three times to represent every time that he beat you?" And uh, and Izzy said, "No, I, I wasn't thinking that, but that's now part of the story that uh, that maybe my spirit knew, and that's why I did it yeah, three times."
1: Because he'd only really shot the arrow once. I guess the arrow would have to be pointed to him for to represent those three losses. What do you mean? So it's he, a little backwards. He did
0: shoot him the three times. Izzy shot him three times at uh, at Bejeta.
1: No, but I'm saying he only won once. Yeah, but I get it. But so he, making yeah, up he for
0: each of those three uh, ig- yeah. losses there. Uh, but how about that? Uh, but that's not the story. Yeah. Yeah. How about afterwards when Izzy finds <laughs> Pejeta's son, he falls down in front of him. Oh, my God. This actually goes back to the second fight uh, where he knocked out Izzy. Pejeta's son came in the ring. He was mocking Izzy, hit himself with a bottle, and then fell down, saying he did just what his, you know, he just did what his father had done to him. Uh, Izzy talked about that before. He talked about that afterwards. He said in the post-fight press conference, said, look, I'm too, I'm petty. I'm a petty guy. Um, I'm too petty to not do anything. So uh, I've seen people say they're offended by it, that he's going after a kid. Did you have a problem with him going after uh, Pejeta's son?
1: Not one bit. It actually made me like him more. You know, I haven't been a, like a big Izzy fan. I know for, you don't like not a, not a fan of the trash talk. Outside the cage. In the cage, all is fair. And damn it, this was hilarious, dude. I didn't realize when he did it that it was to the kid. It was just funny in the moment, you know? Uh, especially after what he had gone through. I'm like, yeah, he gets a pass. You know, lots of adrenaline in the cage, lots of things going through your head. Maybe not make, not make the best choices. It's better than jumping off the cage, though. Uh, but then to find out it was directed at a kid, oh, my God, that was so funny. And then to see the videos of the kids <laughs> in the crowd, and the youngest ones crying. And, you know, though, it was probably aimed at the older kid since they had two of them there. So it had to be the older kid that did it. But god I it made me like him a lot more just because you know especially when he could go in the back and say, "Yeah, I'm petty. I know, but it had to come out." That was
0: great. Yeah, no. I don't care. It's okay, right? I mean, I think again, right? We say everything is pro wrestling. I mean, that's just, you know, at its finest. We talked about Angel Reese last week and and the you can't see me to Caitlin Clark and that goes back and forth. And then this one going to uh, the kid it's all fair. It's all fair. Look, it's all we li- fun.
1: We live in a world of internet trolls, okay? Some people just have the uh, cojones to do it in real life.
0: Yeah. No, it, it's, uh, it, is, it, was, it was fine. I'm okay with it. Yeah. And, uh, and at the end of the day, you know. It's something you'd probably do to your own kid. A hundred percent. Poetan, you know, he's, he's, got a, he's got a teaching moment there for his, uh, for his son there. It's uh, an Andre Chase University teachable moment. Yeah. Hey, so speaking of uh, Poetan. Alex Bahena. What does he do? Does he does he go to light heavyweight? Do you want to see the trilogy between him and, and, and Israel Sanya, The trilogy in MMA.
1: Uh, not in particular. I mean, I would definitely watch it. Don't get me wrong, because it's still a great story. But I know he's a monstrously sized middleweight. He has a little. Trou- he has a lot of trouble making the weight these days. He's like 36, 37 now. I think he was one of the last people to weigh in on Friday. Um, I'd rather see him fighting at his best. Uh, if he didn't have to cut twenty extra pounds, imagine the power this guy would have. I want to see him at light heavyweight, because also the light heavyweight division lacks star power.
0: Yeah, so so Jamal Hill, obviously the champion, Yuri Prhaska, he's the guy that uh, you know deserves a title shot as soon as he comes back, whenever that time is. So, but I want him to be healthy. Where where do you kind of rank? Where do you see Paheada? Like, I, I want to go through the top five real quick and tell me, do you think that Paheada could beat them? Uh, number five today is Anthony Smith. Yes. Alexander Rakic. Rakic has got a knee injury, so that's why he's out. But yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. Jan Blahovitz. That's a tougher one. And it's, it's tougher because funny. of the wrestling, right? And it's just the, yeah. the matchup there is not as great. Uh, Magomed yeah. Ankalaev. Not with
1: Magomed's wrestling, but he could land that one punch. Yep. Uh, how about Yuri?
0: Yeah. You think he could beat Yuri? So. I think so. Wow. Uh, how about Jamal Hill? Yeah. yeah, you got to give you got to say yes. I mean, because I think he <laughs> could beat Jamal Hill. Uh, I yeah, mean, yeah. they could. I mean, I don't want to see them shotgun him into a title. And I don't think that you put him against Jan Blachowicz because that's kind of like a kryptonite fight for him. But you could shotgun him one fight away from fighting for a light heavyweight title. You really could. I mean,
1: it would be more deserved than uh,
0: Colby Covington.
1: You know, at least this guy had the belt, beat the champ. And he comes to a new division. You, you could put him right there like Henry Cejudo. I mean, I, I disagree. What's, what's he done? I
0: disagree with you on, on the uh, Kobe Covington part. I mean, I, I think that like Stipe is right. You know, Stipe is just as undeserving as Kobe Covington for a heavyweight title. But uh, Agreed. So, I mean, I, I think that the UFC is not a – I wouldn't compare those two because Pajero was hot-shotted to the title anyways as it was because of his re- previous relationship but, uh, between – But at least
1: he beat uh, a contender to get there. Yeah, that's well, it's fair. You know, he, he, he sends John Strickland to the arms of the creeper.
0: Robert yeah, he did do that. So, uh, how about Izzy? What do you do with Izzy next? Uh, he's beat everyone in the top five, right? He's beat Whitaker twice. Uh, Whitaker's number two. Uh, Vitoria's third. He beat him twice. He beat Cannoneer. He beat Costa, and now he beat Paeta. I mean, he did call out. I mean, he didn't. I guess he didn't really call out, but he was alluding to calling out Drickus Duplessis. He wouldn't mention his name, but he said that he hopes he wins so he can fight him, that he would drag his carcass all over Africa. Uh, Duplassus has won seven in a row. He's undefeated in the UFC. Wins coming off over uh, Derek Brunson, Darren Till, and Brad Tavares. So those aren't actually bad wins.
1: You know, He's I'm ranked sixth, though. That. Yeah, he is ranked sixth, but that's what a champion's supposed to do is clean out the division. You could just go one after the other one. And we saw what happened in the women's flyweight division. At some point, it catches up to you, doesn't
0: it? Well, I mean, it's already caught up, right? I mean, he caught up the first time with uh, Pajeta. Um, how about uh, True. What about yeah. Hamza? Hamzat? We know that Hamza's next fight's going to be at middleweight. Did he even really beat many contenders at welterweight, though? Who did he beat at welterweight? Gilbert Burns.
1: Who's just now in the title contention. Uh,
0: just now. Yeah. He, he already lost to Kamaru. Gilbert's always been in the title contention.
1: Yeah, but he's, he's back in
0: contention. Gilbert's never left. So, I mean, Gilbert's always been right. You know, right there. Um, he had to get back up there, but yeah, okay. I think Hamzat. I just want to see
1: him actually make weight. He's. And I know he's got. He can make. Extra he can
0: make one eighty five.
1: But hey, we thought the same thing about Kelvin uh, Gaslam before, and he missed weight middleweight. So I just want to see him show some discipline first. Well, and actually show up to the fight.
0: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they, you know, hot shot Hamzat. You know that e- I wouldn't cause, be either. Because either way. Hamzat, if, he, if Izzy beats him, he beats a guy like Hamzat, which is great. And if Hamzat wins, then you've, you've got another story that people like. Uh, we talked about Gilbert Burns. Let's talk about him. He defeated Jorge Masvidal. We both picked Burns in this fight. We thought it was actually going to be pretty easy. Uh, yeah, he, this fight was everything we thought it would yeah, be. Burns started off slow, though. Uh, he actually blamed that he thought that uh, Masvidal was greased up with lotion. And uh, Masvidal responded. He obviously took offense to that. But you know, Gilbert won. I think it was 30-27 on one scorecard and then 29-28 on the other two. Um, but... At the end of the day, Gilbert Burns, he wins, uh, and, and Masvidal retires.
1: I don't think this is the last we've seen it we've seen of him. Seeing as he's been he's been doing MMA for twenty years and still has no ground game. So and he runs a boxing promotion. So I think we're gonna be seeing him headlining Game Bread Boxing Five or Six here in the next year or two. He'll take a break. Maybe towards uh September, the end of the year, maybe.
0: I mean, if they're paying uh, a we'll talk about Game Bread pay the Game Bread boxing payouts and and if uh you know, you might see the first million-dollar payday over there on Game Bread. Uh, and the question is, um, will he need to keep fighting to pay for Game Bread boxing? Because yeah, they didn't have any people show up. I, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, So Burns, actually, after the fight, he gives an ultimatum to Dana. Uh, says that either make him the backup fighter for Edwards versus Covington and give him the shot after or release him and let him go. Uh, I, I guess everyone is now just, that's happening. Besides Leon. Leon is, seems to be the only person that doesn't think that uh, he's fighting Colby Covington. But everybody else does. Uh, Dana said, "Deal." He said, "That's fine." Uh, it does kind of leave Bilal Muhammad out of the mix. Bilal was there, and he said that he would like to fight uh, Kamar Usman. Obviously, he wants nothing to do with Shafkat. Oh, well, who does? No, yeah, he's like, why? He's like, I already fought behind me, and I've already fought like some up-and-comer guy. That's that's a step back for me. I mean, he's
1: right, but he also doesn't only by what what he also doesn't want that two two spots. Yeah. No, 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 you don't want to risk that. Yeah, you want to fight up. But that's what Dano
0: does. Dano wants that fight, so that's what's interesting. Uh, So we'll see. Burns, uh, I mean, it's interesting. Um, Leon versus Colby, seems like that's the fight, and it's going to happen, it sounds like, in London again.
1: And Gilbert's right. He shouldn't fight anyone else unless it's for a title. He's done enough. The division has moved enough to where he can get back up there. And he shouldn't even have to, you know, he's more deserving than Colby in the first place. He shouldn't have to serve as a backup and make weight. But it's an extra payday without getting beat up, I guess. Well, I
0: mean, it's a ticket to it's a ticket to fighting for the title, as we've seen with Colby.
1: Right. Got to do the boss a favor. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. Rob Font versus uh, Adrian Yanez. I was wrong, Eddie. Uh, this is a huge win for Rob Font. Adrian Yanez was a hot prospect. He was five and zero in the UFC. Uh, he had a performance of the night bonus in each of those fights. But uh, I was wrong. Right. Font had lost his last two in a row to Cheeto Vera and Jose Aldo. Uh, he was off for about a year. Uh, but, you know, he boxed. He outboxed um, Adrian Yanez, who's a boxer. And he caught him with those jabs and, and wobbled him and rocked him and, and finished him. And uh, he said that he wants to welcome Devison Figueredo to the Bantamweight division. And I, and I love that fight.
1: Oh, that'd be great. Uh, but you, yeah, Font didn't get out of that unscathed, though. Oh, man. Um, that, I mean, that left eye was his was uh, pretty much closed by the time he got interviewed in the cage.
0: Yeah, those guys went at it, right? And, and Giannis, you know, yeah, credit, credit to him, didn't make any excuses. So uh, hopefully we'll see him back. And uh, hopefully he doesn't fall too far. I'd like to still see him ranked in the top 15.
1: Yeah, because he was already 12, so losing this one... I mean, he lost the number six. Yeah, so you but, don't you don't lose you don't go you back lose, a ton, you, but you, you definitely do. Uh, Kelvin also, Gaslam, apparently,
0: it's Yan Yez. I know, I heard that. I, I, I'm not I'm not yeah, ready to I, do that. I didn't realize that either. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum defeats Chris Curtis. This was this well, was, was kind strong. of a bummer, man. On the um, just because in that second round. Now, one of the scorecards was thirty twenty seven Gaslam. I don't know if I agree with that, but it was twenty nine twenty eight. And you wonder how much that knockdown in the second, due to the inadvertent head clash, had the ref start stop the fight and like clarify that this that's what happened you would wonder what the judges would see. Because right now, the judges don't know anything different. They don't listen to commentary. And so they just think it was some sort of a, uh, a knockdown on, uh, on Chris Curtis. So that, and, and Chris Curtis even said that he went, he went out from that, uh, that headbutt, too. So
1: Yeah, that's scary.
0: But they ended up with the same amount of strikes even after that, in that second round. So uh, close fight there. A um, few, other, few other highlights. Also, fight uh, of the night, by the way. Yeah, it was. It was a good fight. Uh, Kevin Holland finished Santiago Ponzinibbio with a clean left hook in the third. Uh, Ponzinibbio just went face down. On the mat, yeah, uh, he did. Uh, Christian oh, Rodriguez God. gets a decision win over Raul Rojas Jr. Uh, Rojas is still only nineteen; he's got plenty of time. But I, I was I was wrong. I, I picked Rojas. I figured that the UFC they like him; he's a Dana White contender series guy. I thought they were going to give him you know easy fights, just like kind of what they're doing with Bo Nickel, how they're bringing Bo Nickel along. Uh, and I, and it wasn't the case. I I wasn't as hip on uh, on Christian Rodriguez as I should have been. And uh, you know he he's he's legit, right? And and he he stopped. Uh, Raul, Raul Rojas Jr. I didn't stop him, but, you know, stop the hype train.
1: Yeah, they thought they were giving him an easy fight. Yeah, they didn't put this, uh, they didn't put Rodriguez into this fight because they wanted to be in the Rodriguez business. You know, this was all about Rojas. But, man, the dude, what is he, 18, 19? 19. It's too soon. There's a reason you can't get into the NFL until you've been through three years of college. You know, the physicality and everything that you have to go through, it's too much. Um, basketball, yeah, you can get by but it really works out well. You know, he should be in college wrestling or fighting on the regional scene. Go to LFA. He should, be, he should fight- be going to
0: LFA. And that's where he yeah, should be. He should
1: not be fight. He should be in melee fighting championships coming up at the end of April at the Coliseum here in Austin. But he should not be fighting at the top of the world of mixed martial arts this young. Yeah. I hope I he doesn't go the way, way of, a- or whatever. I
0: hope he doesn't go the way of Sage Northcutt and, and Paige Van Zandt, Right. So we'll see. Yeah. And th- Worth thing is, Sage went out on a winning streak. But what happened now? Uh, we'll Joe see. Pfeiffer, he got a big first-round KO over Gerald Merchardt. That was big. Uh, and yeah. Joe, I, thought, yeah, I thought Raul was getting the Joe Pfeiffer treatment, right? Because Joe Pfeiffer is another big guy that Dana White likes. And uh, and so that was a big win for him. Uh, and then, uh, you know, what, the, what's, what was going on with this Holland and uh, Kevin Holland and, and Jorge Masvidal stuff during the fight? I'm still not sure
1: what they were yelling about before the uh, leading up to the fights. They weren't even fighting each other. So who knows, but Dana got into it with the media about asking them why they were arguing as if that's not a legitimate question. And, like, he rewards fighters for doing that. But then when the media asks questions about it, they get uh, yelled at. I saw. He's it. like, I will attack you. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. I guess it's because it's a fight that he's not trying to sell yet. I don't know what the deal is. I get it's it. It's just weird.
0: Uh, but yeah. overall, 287, really good fight card. A lot of fun. And it uh, and sounds like they're going to be going back to Miami on, on a regular basis. So I do want to quickly just go over PFL 2. Larissa Pacheco defeats uh, Julia Budd. Uh, Bruno Capelosa defeated Matthew uh, Scheffel. And then uh, Biagio Ali Walsh got a win over Isaiah Figueroa. First round of TKO. That's Grand another son of the amateur, greatest. Yeah, amateur fight. Yeah. And then uh, Shakur Stevenson. Tell us what happened there. Hey, did you uh, miss
1: out on Aspen Ladd losing? Oh, she did lose. PFL? Huh? That's, yeah. That's right. Yeah, majority decision. And Maurice Green, by the way, former Ultimate Fighter uh, contestant, won. On the undercard. Nice. All
0: right, tell us about Shakur Stevenson.
1: Shakur Stevenson defeated Shichiro Yoshino. I butchered that, I'm sure. By TKO in round six. Uh, He got a couple knockdowns leading up to it. It didn't feel like uh, the ref should have stopped it at the moment he did. I saw people in UFC take much more damage without getting stopped. But it wasn't going to change. It wasn't going to come out any different. Uh, So Stevenson's won titles at featherweight and junior lightweight. Lost his titles on the scale. But now, with this, he's become uh, mandatory for the WBC, I believe. Yeah. Hopefully, he'll be getting the winner of Haney and Lomachenko, which is coming up uh, this year. So, uh, things are looking exciting in boxing. They're finally getting the best against the best. And it's it's a good time to be a fan.
0: All right. Well, guys, you're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. That was UFC 287, PFL2, and a little bit of boxing. Guys, we will be right back.
1: It's what's up with that. Woke up this morning and I got out of bed.
0: Had a bigger cup of coffee to clear my head. Been home for a while and that's where I'm at. But we can still jam on what's up with that. Ooh we. What's up with that? What's up with that? Ooh we. What's up with that? What's up with that? What. With you, yeah. Oh, oh. Woo!
1: Yeah! Moon Tower Comedy Festival returns this week for two weekends of big laughs. See Seth Myers, Leslie Jones, Samantha B., Howie Mandel, Jenny Slate, Brad Williams, Jay Farrell, Dana Gould, and a ton more, including several current SNL cast members. Plus, you get to end your night singing along to the GD Comedy Jam, Jordan. Club badges are still available at austintheater.org. I love Moon Tower comics Are you also. going? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I love the. Uh, you know, I love the big events, uh, the big ones at the stateside and Paramount, but even more than that, I love the small club ones where there will be like six comics on for like uh, two hours or so, and you just get to bounce around from place to place, see just people you've never heard of before. It, it's great. I love it.
0: Nice. Well, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah. Now, speaking of SNL, did you see it this weekend? Posted by Molly Shannon with your favorite group, the Jonas Brothers. I
0: did, I did. Uh, I actually really enjoyed the cold open. I thought, that, I thought the Easter Trump cold open was pretty good.
1: That was, that was pretty funny. But I think totally, it was, all in all, it wasn't a great show. But the weekend update part with uh, Jafar, that one had me laughing. Yeah. All right, Jordan. Now, uh, we talked about it a little bit in round one, but the payouts are out for Game Bread Boxing 4, and uh, they're kind of eye-opening.
0: What's up with that? Yeah, so I was impressed with uh, game Gamebred Boxing uh, what they paid their fighters last month, especially with the attendance that was at the arena. We talked about how it wasn't really yeah. well attended. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. made 750,000. Uh, Anthony Pettis made 6 and he lost. Anthony Pettis won, made 650,000. You had Vitor Belfort at 400k, Jacare at 200, uh, Aldo at 425, Jeremy Stevens made 200. There was, tw- I think, there was 26 total fighters on the card, and the total payout was a little bit over 2.8 million dollars, uh, which wow. is actually pretty good, right? I don't know where that money's coming from, uh, but I did see some comparisons to the UFC. Um, UFC 278, <laughs> that was the fight card that Kamar Usman and Leon Edwards fought number one in Salt Lake City. Now, you know, payouts aren't always disclosed, and and last August in Utah, it was disclosed, and so their payroll was 2.54 million. Uh, Edward's took home 350k, Kamaru Usman took home 500k. Aldo, also on the card, he made 400k. So in his last fight, Aldo made less money in the UFC than he did at Gamebred Boxing uh, wow. 4. So, not sure how did this... Is you w- see the uh Yeah, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. I just I'm not sure where this money's going to come from. Yeah, that's that's why I
1: wonder if he's going to continue doing this if he's not fighting. It's uh, I guess he's got good uh, good sponsorship and sales team.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it's it's remarkable.
1: Hey, what was the payout for the win-win fight?
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I want to know who won. Never mind. I'm going to stop. All right, Jordan. Uh, it doesn't look like we're going to see Logan Paul boxing anyone anytime soon. I'm so sad. Uh, what's up with that?
0: Eddie, I know you are deep down. You're a Logan Paul fan. What he's done, he's made you a believer in, in the WWE. Maybe not in the boxing ring. Uh, but he announced on Instagram that he's actually signed a new multi-year contract with the WWE. Uh, you know, maybe now that the UFC and the WWE are under one banner, under Endeavor, maybe we could see him do some cross. We know he has a good relationship with Dana White. Uh, maybe he fights Hazbula. I don't know. You know, where, where is this coming from? A lot where of is ideas. This UFC
1: stuff coming from? Get, get that out of your head. Well, you
0: know, he could fight Hazbula. That that would be interesting. Listen, his brother signed with PFL. That's as close as he's got UFC ties. What are you talking about? His drink is the official hydration sponsor. Of the UFC. Dana White and Logan Paul have a good relationship. The UFC, it's, his brand is all over the UFC. Doesn't mean he wants to go get punched in the face for real with small that, gloves. Well, I mean, he does want to get punched in the size. face for real. He has done that. Uh, anyways.
1: No. By someone his own
0: size. Eddie, have, have you drank the Prime yet? It's, it's all the rage. I have to, like, my kids are all about, like, drinking Prime. Uh, you have KSI out there taking a, a big, you know, splash from Logan Paul at WrestleMania in a Prime bottle. Uh, but uh, that, that icy pop. It's, when I saw the uh, bottle, it's I knew it was
1: stuff. either KSI or Jake. But no, I drink uh, C4. That one's local, by the way. Or Alani. Uh, Those are really good energy drinks. No, but not Prime. I don't, It looks like looks like it's gonna be like a little milkshake or something in there. I don't know. It's weird. Um, is it? It is. It's not bad. What are you? Twelve? Come on. Um, the UFC announced a
0: uh, new fight to add to the Hall of Fame. Jordan, what's up with that? Yeah, so Robbie Lawler versus Roy McDonald 2 is going down. Oh. This was from UFC 189, July 11th, 2015, the UFC Welterweight Championship. It was the fight of the year back then. Uh, Robbie Lawler defeated Roy McDonald, fifth round TKO, changed Roy McDonald's career forever, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it his did. nose afterwards. I mean, that moment when those guys just stood face to face with each other after i think after the oh. second or third round and then neither of them have a poster that like framed in my living room neither of them would kind of back down uh, i mean that was one of the greatest fights we've ever seen it was a war e- eddie do you remember what the uh, what was the headliner do you remember what the headliner was of that card oh crap you're right that wasn't even the main event it was not the main event i don't know because
1: nothing mattered after that fight
0: well it did it was Conor mcgregor versus chad mendez right and that was actually supposed to be mcgregor versus um, Aldo, right? But Aldo got hurt, and, and so M- uh, uh, Mendes came in. So that was the. Yeah, uh,
1: It was definitely overshadowed by the co-main there. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's hard to say anyone overshadows Connor. That was, a, Conor, that was a great
0: moment for Connor. I mean, that that was a great moment for Connor yeah. when he was he faced adversity as well. I mean, it's not a it's not a Hall of Fame fight, but that was a. Well, you know, he, he a faced a guy right?
1: on like a week's notice. Yeah, so I, you I think
0: you have revisionist history at this point right now, but that's okay. How much
1: notice did Chad Mendes have for that fight?
0: No, no, no. I'm just saying you have revisionist history okay. of, of how big of a moment that was for Connor.
1: Oh, yeah. It was a big moment for Connor. but as far as the fight goes itself, the fight it's, itself was overshadowed big time. Like, that fight is not going into a Hall of Fame for Connor. No, okay.
0: it, no. But, but that career yeah. for Connor will. And that's, that's kind of where he got his yeah. first belt.
1: Yeah. It's not the Hall of uh, Merit. It's the Hall of Famous. Yeah. And I said it like that on purpose. Now, speaking of uh, Merit, Jordan, uh, the UFC is headed back to Canada. And
0: uh, I'm not so sure about this one. What's up with that? Well, I mean, I, I love the UFC going back to Canada. Canada has a rich history in fights. And and they're actually going to be going to Vancouver, to the Rogers Arena in Vancouver. Canada's great, man. Canada, I'm actually going to be in Toronto uh, not too long from now. So I, I want to say, I think it's like June, uh, whatever that Saturday is, right, in uh, in June Early on. So it's UFC 289. We've got Steven Thompson versus Michelle Pajera. We got Miranda Maverick versus Jasmine Jessa DeVicious. Dan Ige versus Nate Landwehr. Eric Anders versus Marc Andre Barrialt. Uh, You got some fine fights there. Yeah, it's not the location that I wonder about. The main event, though, the main event, Eddie, is Amanda Nunez versus Juliana Pena 3. Now, I don't know. I don't know why we do this. Um, same reason Colby's getting a rematch, no, I, a don't, new fight, title I, don't, fight? I don't think so, right? Because just because, well, I mean, really, it goes down to the fact that like the, the women's division, Amanda has just cleaned it, cleaned out everybody, and I understand that Julia Pena is still ranked number one, but what we saw happen to Amanda, Pena, Amanda Nunez in that first fight, you know, she just she got she lost to a submission. She didn't look great going into the fight. She came back. She righted the wrong. That was July thirtieth, two thousand twenty-two. I mean, we're it's almost a year later that Juliana Pena is going to get a third crack. So three in a row. I don't know what if Juliana Pena has done enough to deserve to think that she's, you know, she didn't defend the belt for a while. I don't know why we're doing an immediate rematch for Juliana Pena.
1: Yeah, she literally hasn't done anything, but I guess they can't think of anything else to do. I'm like, hey, Rocky Pennington deserves a shot,
0: doesn't she? Well, I mean, Amanda said that she thought it was going to be Irene Aldana. And uh, obviously that's not the case, but. It's uh I don't know. I don't I don't love it. I, I think that Amanda's gonna be a huge favorite in that fight and, and she's going to win that fight kind of kind of routinely.
1: Yeah, there really is no rhyme or reason to what Dana's doing with these uh title matches. So you just have to sit back and go, um, all right. Let's see. That's that's pretty much all you can do. Shrug your shoulders, like the emoji, and just go. Eh? It
0: is what it is. Yeah. All right, dude, let me all right. Ha- let me Let me give you a few ones. You got Diego Ferreira. Versus Michael Johnson, you got. Mich- I mentioned Mich- Michelle Pejada uh, and Stephen Thompson. Uh, I mentioned Amanda Nunez versus Julian Pena. Macy Barber, fresh off of her uh, win at uh, at UFC San Antonio, can you put that in quotes? I a did. Win. Uh, she's yeah. fighting Amanda Hibas. So I like that. If you one. Look at that. That's actually not a, a terrible fight. Hibas is ranked ninth. Uh, Macy Barber is ranked tenth. She moved up the uh, division, so that's another good win for uh, for Macy Barber for her to be able to kind of work her way back up to the top of that division. Uh, so
1: controversial that one can be.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. He busts is good though. Uh, July eighth, UFC two ninety. You've got uh, they're going back to Las Vegas International Fight Week. Is that International Fight Week? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, okay. right now it looks like. Volkanovski versus Yair Rodriguez is the Whoa. main event. They're, they're, they're not really sure if it's going to be the main event officially, if they're going to go that direction. Uh, hey, I'm good with that John, being the main event. We got John Jones versus Stipe. That would be a great fight to be out there. I'd love to see that. Uh, but right now, Volk versus Rodriguez is signed. Uh, also on the fight card, though, you got Bo Nickel versus Treshawn Gore. So uh, Bo Nickel, he's going to continue. Treshawn Gore, he's 4-2 and two in MMA. Uh, he's 1-2 and two in the UFC. Bo Nickel, obviously, 4-0. And 1 uh, and 0 in the UFC. So, uh, you know, Bo Nickel, they're going to move him along.
1: Yeah, I saw him chime in a little bit after the uh, middleweight championship. And I'm like, hey, uh, you better take a lesson from Rosas there uh, and slow down, slow your roll a little bit, Bo. Well, I
0: mean, Learned the one thing you could say first. about, uh, you know, Bo Nickel did do college, right? He did have that college he did. background and, and, you know, was very impressive there. So a little bit different, but I, I, I do understand what you're saying. So, all right, guys, that is New Fights. That's what's up with that. You're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. We will be right back. Until next time. Hey, 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 hey. What's up with that? What's up with that? Welcome back to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. That's Eddie. I'm Jordan. You can follow us both at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Eddie, I'm not even going to dignify you with you holding your (laughs) your gold skull. I'm not even going to reference it. Uh, But the UFC, Eddie, is headed to Kansas City. Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen in the main event. This is actually a great fight, man. This is a fun fight. This is uh, something I'm, I'm impressed with. Arnold Allen is, I mean, he's a tough fighter, man. He is, gosh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12 fights win, win streak in a row. He's only lost once. Uh, he's 19 and one. His win now Calvin Cater, Dan Hooker, Sadiq Youssef, Nick Lentz, Gilbert Melendez. You know, we're going all the way back there. It's, uh, I mean, the Calvin Cater win, obviously, Dan Hooker, those are two big wins. Uh, Arnold Allen fighting a guy like. Max Holloway and and a win over Max has got to put you right there in the title shot but Max Holloway man he is tough right and, and it does but is Max kind of he's kind of in gatekeeper status right now well he's gatekeeper status because if he wins he's not getting a shot against Alexander Volkanovsky. he's already lost exactly. to him 3 times it's not going to happen again
1: yeah and i got to wonder if he loses this do you think he moves up to lightweight
0: he might have to he might have to because uh, you know or what let's say Volkanovski wins right at uh, at UFC 290, if Volkanovski wins, I don't know what you do right. If if you're Max Holloway, I think I think he's got to be thinking about a permanent move to uh, to 155 pounds.
1: You got it, and he, I know he didn't have a, such a great go of it when he faced uh, Dustin Poirier, but that's Dustin. Okay, he'd have a better shot against someone like. Um,
0: I don't know, Ooh, man. The, pretty, the new class, tough, the new class of lightweight is so good, man. I, I love yeah. the lightweight division. Um, but looking so, at
1: someone like Dan Hooker or Rafael dos Anjos, he's already. Yeah, fun.
0: I mean, yeah, he he would beat Dan Hooker. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, Dan Hooker has been historically has been a uh, a featherweight as well. Arnold Allen has a win over him at that division. So, uh, but that's not that's not all, right? You got more fights. You got no, Edson Barbosa versus Billy Q. That's a fun fight, Barbosa... Uh, gosh, I, I think he's coming off of a loss. Two losses in a row, Bryce Mitchell and Giga Chikatse; Those aren't bad losses.
1: But still the owner of the greatest knockout in UFC history.
0: Yep, you got Billy Q. He's on his way up, right? Uh, Alexander Hernandez, he defeated last back in, in December. Uh, I, I think that's going to be a fun fight. I, I like Justin Jacoby, too. I know Justin Jacoby has a loss to Killy Roundtree in his last fight. Uh, but he is another guy who is a, a good prospect for the UFC. Um, he's fighting Azamat Mirzakhanov. Uh, but then how about... Uh, Ian Kutalaba versus Tanner Bozer. Bozer making his, uh, his light heavyweight debut. That fight's going to bang. It's going to be
1: what, uh, what was it uh, Big E calls uh, two big sweaty men slapping meat. Yeah.
0: I mean, that, that's what we're going to that's see. Gonna be a,
1: that's going to be a banger.
0: Uh, Chris Gutierrez. If you remember Chris Gutierrez, he's the one that uh, he, he retired Frankie Edgar. We didn't like that oh, matchup. Yeah. He knocked him out. But yeah. he's back. He's fighting Pedro Munoz. That's another good one. Clay Guida. I mean... I, Forty-one years old, Clay Guida still fighting. He, he's ageless. There are some names on there, and then that and that's just the main main card, Eddie. I mean, talk us through the prelims, dude. I don't know how this isn't higher, but
1: Brandon Royval versus Mateus Nic- Nicolau mm-hmm. is that it's like number four versus number five in the Flyweight division. That should be much higher and be getting much more attention. Uh, Zach Cummings versus Ed Herman. I thought Ed Herman retired. He's I mean, another one that's sure, still sure out fuse there. Fuse has like,
0: been there forever, right?
1: That fuse is not burned out yet. They also have uh, Jillian Robertson, my man, Groovy Lando Venata. Still grooving.
0: Yeah, this is a good card from top to bottom, man. It, I mean, it's, it's a fun fight card. We're going to enjoy watching it. Uh, you didn't and mention... the prelims
1: start early, kind of like, at like I think 4.30. Yeah, uh, central. central. Bill Algeo Main versus TJ Brown.
0: That's happening on that fight card, too. So, uh, I mean, this is, this is you know, and yeah, I know that I didn't put the, uh, my picks for the prelims last week, but there's definitely some prelims that I'm going to be watching on, over here. I guess the, the coop, chicken coop isn't producing enough eggs to keep you busy. Still, we, we were hoping for an Easter miracle. There was not an Easter miracle with eggs. So that would have been, uh, that would have been one, one, one great miracle to have. Uh, Eddie, but that's not the only fights of the weekend. Bellator is going to Hawaii next week. But this week we have PFL3. They're actually rounding up their, um, their schedule in Las Vegas. So they did three Yeah, the next first weekend's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, we don't even have to talk about Tank Davis and, and Ryan Garcia. That's going to be great, but that's that's the oh, 22nd. Yeah. But PFL 3, you got the lightweights and the welterweights going at it. We've got Olivier Aban Mercier. So he won the year, last year, right? You mean what you mean to say is he is the lightweight champion? He is the lightweight champion. That is true. That's how you say that. And he is fighting Shane Burgos. Burgos, I think, is making Ooh. his debut. That's a tough fight, right? I think Shane Burgos yeah, is, is right, a better right, right out fighter of the gates. than OAM. And uh, this this really puts Shane Burgos on, on a track where he could win a million dollars here in the uh, in this division. Yeah,
1: and you also have world's weight champ Saddleboy Si or Sai Sada Sai fighting Jerome
0: Al Solawi. Yeah,
1: Nathan Schulte Natan uh, Rousmanieau. Yes, no, sorry, Nathan yeah, versus Stevie Ray. Yeah, Manfield Um, you got Clay
0: Collard on there. Yes, how about Clay Collard there? He's fighting. I mean, Clay Collard. Remember yeah, what he did Cassius to uh, to Anthony Pettis last year?
1: You think you're going to PFL and think it's going to be easier? Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. and oh, oh, what's that right beneath that? You got a couple of Magomed's, <laughs> yes. scariest name in uh, mixed martial arts, and then you got you double it up, Magomed Magomed Karamov. Yes, dude, run!
0: Yeah, Just it's run. A, it should be a fun weekend. Uh, I've enjoyed uh, PFL. Right, I, I'm I'm interested to see when we're going to see Kayla Harrison fight. Uh, but I do, uh, you know, I think that the PFL is exciting and, and they've, got some, they've got some fun names. I want to see if, uh, when Clarissa,
1: Clarissa Shields comes back. Oh, yeah, 100%. Back, I, I know she's signed to, to box uh, to defend her und- uh, undisputed title here pretty soon. Hopefully sometime this year we'll see her back in the cage.
0: Uh, as far as PFL goes, I mean, Shane Burgos versus OAM, got to be the fight of the weekend. That will. Be I know there. you really
1: want to see uh, Jake Paul.
0: Well, yeah, sure, of course. I'm waiting for that. So, well, guys, thank you so much for uh, for listening. Uh, stay tuned. Sports guys talking wrestling. Stu Myrick, Justin Simmons coming up next. Who knows? Eddie Cross may make another appearance. I, I feel like you're on that show more than you're on this show. Uh, but we're proud I am a sports to be. Guy. Yeah, we are the proud to be the MMA show of Texas. Tell your friends. Follow us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Have a great day, and we will talk to you next week. Keep safe. Be
1: nice to each other. Stay positive and love your life. And if we ever didn't thank you, let us do it now. Happy trails to you till we meet again.